Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Firm Suitcase to Success. If you are new listeners, welcome. My name is Mudra, a graduate student in Canada. And with me, I have my co-host, Tuisha, connecting from the United States. Um, this episode, we're sharing with you the five things we hope we knew when it came to the world of research. Tuisha, if you wanted to share the first one, and then we'll alternate and share the five. Um, yeah, that sounds perfect. So the first one is Google or internet is your best friend. Um, you can make use of it. So you can, through your internet, you can look up your professors and their research. So you can search up your university's faculty and their profiles should um, come up and it should include their department, um, their what college that they're from, their lab or their office address, their research website, um, phone number and their email address and if you know the professor then you can go to their office hours and you can let them know that you're interested in their research and or you can send them an email you can also let your advisor know that you are interested in research and if they have any opportunities that they are aware of they can send it to you and that way you can be involved um, I would recommend preparing a general application whenever you do, you do decide to contact them. Um, so definitely um, update your resume, have your cover letter, and uh, be ready to have your unofficial transcripts. Um, so yeah, I would recommend overall just using the internet to find your interested department uh, or your major department if you don't know where to get started. Um, that way you will have access to their faculty and almost every professor is involved in research. That way you can reach out to your uh, mentors or you can reach out um, to th those professors whose research that you are particularly interested in. Um, and again, use the web to uh, find nearby research institutions, um, to labs, nearby labs or nearby medical centers that um, do research. Um, so in Illinois and Chicago, there is a medical district. So there are a lot of nearby research departments that you can look up uh, and then you can uh, contact them using their contact information from the website. Um, so yeah, talk to uh, colleagues, talk to people that you know are in research, um, ask them about their experience in research and let them know that you're interested um, and then um, reach out to them if they have any vacancy in their lab for, for research. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's a great first point and a starting point is just make good use of Google and the internet because truly when you're starting and when you're looking for positions, it definitely will serve you as your best friend. Um, our second point then is to prepare yourself to email a lot of people. And we cannot stress this enough um, that you will have to email um, many professors because um, one, you may not have the internal connections, as Duisha mentioned prior, uh, in the prior point. Um, I mean, if you do, that's perfect. And you can completely just skip the step um, of emailing because you'll already be connected uh, with, the, with the faculty member. But if you're in our, I guess, if you're in the same position as we were in, definitely email is probably um, the best way to connect with um, the PIs and also their research staff. Um, we recommend that you add something personal in the email, such as a short paragraph about a professor's research or their work and why you're interested in knowing and in being a part of their team. Um, 
you don't want to just cold email people, which are cold email, meaning like generalized email, copy paste it, and then just change the recipient of that email because it will likely not work. And professors know exactly when they're receiving a cold email. So if you are really looking for a position, please make sure that you put an effort into composing an email. Um, nowadays, I mean, we can also use ChatGPT to get an email template and other AI tools. Um, use them to your benefit. Make sure your grammar and your spelling are correct uh, when you're writing professional email. Um, please and please do not start your email with like uh, without salutations. Uh, you don't want to say things hey. like yo so and so or like hey blah 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 like maybe don't start with that maybe say good morning good afternoon good evening um, or hello um, and make sure you also end the email with signing your name because it's not the best idea of just sending the email just being like sincerely without signing your name um, make sure it's professional in nature and um, keep it brief because scientists and professors researchers they don't have as much time to read an essay of an email like you want to keep it brief you want to keep to the point but you also want to stand out from the other emails that they're um, receiving um, during that month or during that day uh, I guess also um, both Visha and I have um, gotten a lot of rejection so I guess I'll mention this on this point don't be afraid when you start receiving rejections of um, you know professors usually for me they've been really kind um, so they will email you they'll just let you know that they don't have the capacity to have you on or that they're looking for someone of a different skill set or sometimes you just won't receive an email altogether um, so just prepare yourself uh, for rejections um, if you don't hear from them, just keep trying. Don't lose hope. Just keep on trying. Keep sending those emails. Um, and just as, yeah, as I said, keep your hopes up. And uh, if you guys are interested about our email templates, um, feel free to reach out to um, both of us on our Instagram page, which is From Suitcase to Success. And I'll give it back to Thuisha for our third point. Yeah, I think those are great points and I cannot agree more. Um, so again, have be very specific with your email and you can have a generalized email template, but be specific and don't be afraid of rejections. I think that's a great point. Um, now moving on to uh, our third point, which is um, find your school's job website. So almost every university has internal job posting websites and for those websites, you can use keywords that are specific to the position that you're interested in. So you can use research as your keyword, research assistant, research coordinator, anything of that sort. And you should be able to see those job postings that are listed. And um, for US, at least in my university, there was a website called Handshake. And no, it is not shaking someone's hand and getting a job. I wish it was that easy. Um, so you can use the website Handshake. Um, and they will have on-campus job postings and they will specifically um, say if it's off-campus or on-campus, if it's full-time, part-time, if it's paid, unpaid, um, and whose department you will be working with. And um, if you have, if you are eligible for FAFSA or the government aid, then you can be eligible for work-study, which um, lets you get paid um, for on-campus jobs. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, so you can utilize those internal job posting websites, Indeed, which is similar to in uh Handshake or Indeed, and um you can find those jobs. And um in those job postings, there are specific requirements um and qualifications, and they also give you, for the most part, uh, a contact information for the recruiting manager or the HR department. Um, that you can contact them and let them know that you have applied and you're interested. Um and interested in the job. Uh, also, if you are admitted to a pre-programmed track, such as pre-health or pre-law or pre-business or pre-finance, anything of that sort, then you most universities um, will give you um, these uh, flyers or they will send you to, um, these workshops automated to your email that will let you know if there is an opportunity on campus or if there is a job posting listed nearby. Um, so I think those are some uh, tools that you can utilize. And if you are in the Honors College, then um, you will be getting a list of emails every week, letting you know if they're um, letting you know of any research opportunities nearby or in a department that you can apply to. And they will have an application link directly attached to it that you can directly apply. Um, so that's a great way to use those email emails that you get. And there's also a faculty fellow um, or an advisor, like you like I mentioned in the first point, that can that you can let them know that you know you are actively looking for a research opportunity. And if they do come across of any other research opportunity through the program that you're interested in, they can forward you that email. Um, and again, um, you can definitely feel free to reach out to the recruiter or the student who works there. And if you know them, uh, ask them about their job, ask them how the job is um, and let them know that you have applied and you are interested in the job. I mean, this is the way to make contacts and network. And I think network is such an important step and this is the way to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are some great pointers, especially to land um, paid positions, because I know like being an immigrant and also if you're on, like either in the United States or in Canada, if you're here on student visa, then having a paid position is essential because all of us need um, money to survive and money for food and money for rent and everything necessary. So um, those are some great pointers of, you know, going on your school's job website or um, for the U.S. folks, Handshake, which I still find really funny. Like, who, why call it Handshake anyway? Um, so our fourth point is to attend career fairs research competitions or research day, as Tuisha just mentioned, um, we need to find opportunities to make connections. And um, so career fairs, competitions, research day are a great resource and a great opportunity to network, make connections, learn about different types of research, and potentially even meet your future mentor. When you go to these events, don't be afraid of speaking up, of introducing yourselves. Um, and just uh, be open to have conversations with everyone that you meet. And with career fairs, usually this will be sort of where the outside organizations will come to you, uh, your university um, with open positions to recruit. So um, you'll get to know if your university is partnered with any organizations and if they have any ongoing recruitment. Um, so for research competitions, these are usually open to public. So even if you are not a part of a research lab or a research team already, you can still ugh, you can still attend these competitions. Um, so if you're in Manitoba and if you're a high school student, um, we have something called Manitoba School Science Symposium, 
Um, if you're a university student, we also have the undergraduate research symposium. Um, and there's also research days. And these are essentially research competitions, but they're limited to one department or one faculty. Um, and then different faculties would have different research days. So you pick the faculty that you want to be a part of and make it a point to attend these research days because, you know, as, as we've mentioned before, we need to find opportunities where you can network and meet people and um, potentially even make friends uh, who share the same interests. Yeah, I think those are great points. Uh, we also have a different research symposium for undergrad student, one for honors college, and one for um, the Department of Medicine or Public Health. So I think those are great points um, to be involved in research fairs. Okay, um, coming to our last but not the least point is um, look up university-affiliated hospitals or companies <clears throat> or nearby businesses and reach out to them. So again, the most important step here is to email them and um, try to find a program director or a recruiter, uh, a recruiter excuse me, can't talk, um, for the program that you're interested in. And a lot of these uh, medical centers or research institutes have a summer internship program or a spring break or a fall break or a short-term contract-based internship that you can be a part of and that will let you research uh, and it also um, signs you up or pairs you with the mentor that you work with throughout the program and um, if you do find those positions then try to find the program coordinator and um, see if you can schedule a meeting with them and again like Mudra said introduce them speak up let them know that you're interested and you applied um, and if there are any additional steps that you need to take, um, that way you are kind of already in their mind. You're already kind of stood up or stand out. <laughs> stand out. Excuse me. Stand out. You already stood out um, uh, from the rest of the applicants. So you can, again, use the same general email. <laughs> I just see with the laughing. Um, yeah, excuse, excuse us. It's 11.38 p.m. again. Um, so you can use the same uh, general email template that um, you have, but obviously modify them, modify it and um, state your specific interest. And you can also look up uh, hospitals nearby and go to their career web website directly and see if they have any opportunities um, that they offer to undergrad students or to students who are interested in research. And uh, that way you can apply directly to the organization's career website and um, set up an account and they can reach out to you uh, for an interview. And usually I've noticed that these internship programs have multiple rounds of interviews that you can participate in, uh, but don't be afraid. Um, just keep trying and uh, you only need one yes. Remember that. <laughs> be, don't be afraid of rejections. Um and yeah, just keep trying is what I will say. And I will pass it on to Mudra before I mess up even more. <laughs> I think we're both messing up this one, but that's okay. I hope that our listeners got the five most important things um, that we wanted you all to know. And um, so I'll quickly summarize them. So the first one was use the internet, use Google, because it'll serve you as your best friend. Look up um, the professors and research institutions and the faculty um, in the areas that you reside in. The second point was to prepare yourself to email um, because you will have to email very many people and to 
not stress when you keep getting rejections because as Tuisha just said, you only need one person to say yes. The third point was to find your school's job website. So the folks in the States, it's Handshake. Folks in Canada, we have, um, our universities will usually have internal job postings. Um, our fourth point was to attend career fairs, research competitions, and research day, because these are all great resources and great opportunities to make connections, to learn about different types of research, and again, to potentially meet your future mentor. And finally, to look up university affiliated hospitals or companies or nearby businesses um, and try and reach out to them and see if you can land an internship position or even a paid position during your summer breaks or even during school. And so that concludes our um, podcast episode for this Monday. If you made it to the end, thank you all for listening to Firm Suitcase to Success. And until next Monday, please follow us on Instagram at Firm Suitcase to Success. And we look forward to interacting with you.